I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good evening, Bohemian listeners. This is Pete Coleman. Tonight we bring you a special presentation of our new spinoff show called Past Access Did You Know? with a look at the upcoming 50th anniversary of the Marshall University plane crash that killed most of the 1970 team and the rebirth that followed. I am an alumnus of Marshall University and this story is near and dear to my heart, so I hope you will like it. All week long, we will be presenting these Past Access DYK episodes, and if you would like to check out the video version, please stop by our Past Access YouTube channel, like, and subscribe. That would be a great favor to us. Many of our Bohemian videos are also on this channel, so feel free to look around. Thanks very much, and please enjoy this special presentation of Past Access DYK here on the Bohemian Podcast. November 14th, 1970. Southern Airways Flight 932 crashes into the side of the mountain in Huntington, West Virginia, and all aboard this flight is DC-9, Parrish. They were the Marshall University football team coming back from East Carolina University. Tonight we talk about that Marshall University plane crash that took Marshall University's football program from tragedy to triumph and the 1971 Young Thundering Herd team that was pieced together that helped in that healing process. Did you know the Marshall University plane crash? Did you know the 1970 Marshall University plane crash was the deadliest air disaster of any sports team in the United States history? Well, that is true. And as we're approaching the 50th anniversary of this deadly event, we take some stock, some ideas about what has happened to the university since then. The Marshall University football team was coming back from East Carolina, a close defeat 17-14 to the Pirates. Yet they were coming into Tri-State Airport, just outside Canova, West Virginia, or Huntington, West Virginia and the pilot was to blame for the crash and low visibility. The altitude wasn't high enough and they crashed into the side of the mountain. All 75 perished. This, as we said, was the biggest air tragedy uh, to to face a sports team in U.S. history. 
and Marshall University would have to recover on so many levels. The athletic department, the football team, uh, even the broadcaster was there, not to mention supporters that were bankers and other politicians that were on this team. The small town of Huntington was immensely affected. The people of Huntington and Marshall Universities have, over the past week and a half, gone to funeral after funeral. Tomorrow, they'll go again for the last time as a result of the crash. But before we go any further, uh, we have to kind of put 1970 in some context here because only 43 days earlier in 1970, the Wichita State University football team, at least in part, on a separate plane, had crashed. And as we mentioned, Wichita State and Marshall had this in common the same year. But both programs would be in different sort of situations several generations later. Marshall kept going and actually rose to the heights of college football prominence. And tonight we could focus more on the plane crash, and there's a lot of information there for that. But we're going to focus on the redemption part. We're going to focus on 1971 and that young Thundering Herd team with a new coach by the name of Jack Langle. Jack Langle's team would help set the wheels in motion for the years to come, where Marshall would come from tragedy to triumph. In 2006, Warner Brothers produced a full-fledged Hollywood production of the Marshall plane crash and subsequent rebuilding of its team in 1971. Starring Matthew McConaughey, Matthew Fox, and Anthony Mackie, this film did an admirable job in telling this story. You see, there needed to be some healing and understanding by those taking over for the ones killed in the crash. It is true that the university was still in mourning. It must have been hard to move on from all those numerous funerals and memorials and the national attention it brought to Huntington. The team needed a new identity to start something new yet still honor the past. Thus the name the Young Thundering Herd was adopted to show the rebirth of these young kids taking the field in 1971. So they had to go find a baseball player. They had to find a basketball player. They had to find some soccer players to be able to be place kickers. You name it, this was a ragtag group of the young Thundering Herd team in 1971. So ragtag, but yet they wanted to hold on to that, that idea of who they were coming from this tragedy. They named themselves the young Thundering Herd for this reason. Could this ragtag, slap together team compete? Should they compete? The film did a great job in capturing that feeling of distress, leading up to the first home game with Xavier. And this is seen in the team's annual walk up to Spring Hill Cemetery to pay their respect to the ones buried there. For those of you who may not know, this is the final resting place for six members of the 1970 Thundering Herd. The plane crash that took their lives was so severe, so, so absolute that their bodies were unable to be identified. So they were buried here. Six teammates, six sons of Marshall. The energy, the worry, and the drive leading up to the first home game in 1971 was real. And even though the 1971 campaign and many of the years after were not very successful, that first home game after the plane crash was important. They would face the Xavier team in game two, would be the first home game in Huntington, West Virginia since the plane crash. Nobody knew what to expect. They didn't know if they were gonna have a wake that would go bad, an embarrassment, or they would have a celebration beyond you know, recognition. It was the latter. They had an amazing celebration. This game was remarkable. In 1971, as we just mentioned, 
Young Thundering Herd did something that was remarkable. Now many people have ranked this particular game against Xavier of Ohio as one of the top 100 moments in college football history. September 25th, 1971, Huntington, West Virginia. The game was tight, Marshall leading 3-0 at the half. Moral victory accomplished, right? Well, at this point, the young thundering herd was starting to believe in more than a moral victory. This damn thing could be won. The fourth quarter rolls around and Marshall is trailing 13-9 with four minutes left to go in the game. The drive that would occur would go down in Marshall University history. The play was called 2-13 bootleg screen. Reggie Oliver screen pass to Terry Gardner running untouched into the end zone for the game-winning touchdown with no time on the clock is etched in Marshall history. It was all summed up in the bright smile shining through the face mask of receiver Terry Gardner as he crossed the goal line. It remains one of the more important photographs in Marshall history. Final score, Marshall 15, Xavier 13. So it is very true that people in the stand stayed hours after that game, trying to soak it in and have that moment of healing that Marshall could actually compete on the gridiron once more. It was a, a testimony to the strength of the community that people wanted to stay after the game for hours. The movie actually captured that very well. True story on that. However, it would be a rough 1971 season. Uh, they would be thumped many, many times by many opponents. And that would not stop for the next 13 years. Marshall University football was awful. But it all turned around in 1984 with the first winning season for the Thundering Herd. By 1987, their first appearance in the NCAA-1AA National Championship game, and again in 1992 with a victory on a last-minute field goal by Willie Merrick. Not many people in Huntington will ever forget that. Yeah, for the National Championship, Willie Merrick in his first field goal try ever from 22 yards. Merrick, yes! <laughs> Can you believe it? Marshall University football would have the best win percentage of any college football team in the nation during the 1990s. Think about this for a minute. Two NCAA, 1AA national champions. Several undefeated perfect seasons. Several Heisman Trophy finalists. 13 conference titles and a 12-3 college football bowl record. Not too bad for the old green and white. I'm a Marshall University alumnus, so this story hits home for me. Now, of course, I'm not old enough to remember the plane crash in 1970. I was born several years after that. But attending in the early 1990s, as most freshmen that attend Marshall University, you're made aware of this tragedy and how it still inspires people in remembrance and in celebration and perseverance on campus every football autumn. At the 50th anniversary of the Marshall University plane crash and the 49th anniversary of the Young Thundering Herd in 1971, there's a lot to take in. And I think for many people around the world watching the We Are Marshall movie kind of gives an idea about what the town and what the university had gone through. All of us that have gone through as sons and daughters of Marshall University have this as part of our collegiate DNA, if you will. And it's something that we'll always think of and always remember. And if you ever come into Huntington, West Virginia on a fall Saturday and see the Thundering Herd play, you might get an idea about what that means to the university, what it means to the town, and what it means to sports in general. So now you know. 
We want to thank you for joining us on this edition of Past Access DYK Did You Know? We hope that you enjoyed the show so far. We have so many other great shows coming up for you in 2020 and beyond. And we always look forward to getting your input. So please go to pastaccess.com and give us your opinions on things you want to see. Maybe there's something that you want to see that transcends sports. Maybe it's something on natural disasters or something historically based or something on travels or culture or pop culture. You name it, we'll try to put it on the show. And remember, if you really want to help us out here at DYK, subscribe, like what we're doing here. And also, you can support us financially. This does have some overhead to do some of these programs, not only for our past access show on disabled travel around the world, but also the DYK research team that we have here. And I say team, me. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of work to go with us here, of course, at our Prague studios. So we want to thank you for that. Please make sure you go to podcastnickshop.com. You can take a look at some of our great merchandise there and those proceeds help our program move forward. So again, we want to thank you for joining us. I'm Pete Coleman here in Prague. For DYK and the Young Thundering Herd, we'll see you next time. This has been Past Access Did You Know with Pete Coleman. For more information on this topic or other DYK shows, please visit us at pastaccess.com. Be sure to visit our Past Access YouTube channel, like and subscribe. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.